Hello, you're listening to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm your host, Steve Sears. Scott Narver is off on assignment. Listeners, thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so, so much. We are so grateful that you stuck around and waited for this very late posting of this episode. I apologize. It is specifically I, Steve Sears' fault. I've had a busy week, but that's no excuse. I'm so glad I have a chance to record this and be with you guys and be in your ear holes right now. It means a lot to me. The format of the show is going to be a little bit different today. We have an exclusive interview from Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes, where he talks to Jimmy Havoc with, let's see here, he's going to be talking, oh, Kirsty Bosley is with them as well. I'll have their Twitter handles at the end of the episode, so you can tweet at them and tell them how much you like Jimmy Havoc stir-fry based on their enjoyment, I hope. Um... But yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a different format. I'm excited. I'm, I like the interview. Uh, I think it's quite a coup. It's a good coup for us. It's a little weird doing this by myself. This is one of the first times... I think this is the only time I've recorded alone like this. Most of the time I have these sort of pauses like around here, where I just look at Scott and Scott picks up the reins immediately. I mean, honestly, he has the reins anyway. I just pipe in whenever he he has that moment of sort of... And this is what I... You know what? I've recorded this three times already, and I've started over. I've got it about maybe 15, 20 minutes. This is the third episode of this podcast that you're hearing right now. The other two have been deleted, because I just start talking, and it's just verbal diarrhea. But who are we, we ask? Is this your first time listening? Probably. Probably not. We're comedians living in Hollywood. At this point, it's just comedian living in Hollywood, giving you the wrestling news as we see fit, Giving you sort of the fun lowdown and not giving you the straight-up news items. But that's if we are normally together. But since I'm by myself, I'm just going to give you a couple of news items. First up, Josh Matthew joins the Impact Wrestling Announce team. He starts with Chad, with Taz January 7th in a special live broadcast from the Manhattan Center in New York City. And this also marks your deadline, listeners, for finding out where Destination America is. I don't know where it is. I know I'm in America. I don't know where I could possibly watch, listen, or read about Destination America at the channel. Uh, I suppose I could do some research, but if I don't immediately know where a channel is, why would I do some research for it? It should be immediately on my TV, right? That sounds really entitled. Anyway, moving right along. USA Network is number one for the ninth consecutive year, thanks to WWE Raw. This is really exciting to me, but I just wish they'd bring back Silk Stockings. Hulk Hogan wants another title run. This is from an exclusive interview with the Sioux City Journal. Hogan said he weighs 295. I'm in really good shape and I'm training like I'm going to get in the ring. I'm like a convict given a life sentence. When he talks, when <laughs> I feel like whenever Hogan gets really excited about that stuff, people really just write it all down. But when he says it in that gruff voice, he can really say anything he wants. Like, I'm gonna start a, I'm gonna start a wrestling, brother, a wrestling restaurant, brother. Everybody's going to show up. It's going to be really great. When you hear it in that voice, immediately I'd be like, yeah, I believe you. But uh, as soon as somebody writes it down, it seems like it's a completely different thing. Uh, this, is, this is a spoiler country right here. That's what I want. One last match, one last run, one last title win, one last title retirement. He goes through the whole storyline. He's letting everybody know. He's done his own booking, guys. He wrote a script for it, so he knows. He's going in. He knows exactly. All he needs is to plug in whoever's going to give him the title. Triple H told me I've got nothing to prove, but the last time I wrestled was not in this company, and I want my legacy to end with the WWE. Guys, 
Uh, I read this, and I thought this is incredibly rare. Uh, it seems like it's the first time I've ever heard someone say it, and I'm reaching out to Hogan, and I want to make sure that he's all right. But it sounds like he's admitting that he wants Triple H to kill him. So later on in the episode, I'll talk to Triple H, and we'll get to the bottom of that. It is now time for the exclusive dinner view that Tom Anstey does with Jimmy Havoc and Christy Bosley. Uh, I listened to this. I got a real kick out of it. I hope you guys do, too. Enjoy. Be done. I'll see what he hasn't done. Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so usually, usually, to, to most people, he's he's a bit of a cunt. Actually, he's quite well known for that. But for some reason, he likes myself and to my left, Kirsty, who's joining in on this podcast. Hello there. Hi. Hello, hello, Kirsty. Hi, hi. hi. There. Nice to see you. Um, and yeah, he's he's horrible to pretty much everyone except us. So. He's promised to be nice. So, hello, Jimmy Havoc. Hello. What's your Christmas dream? My Christmas dream <laughs> is similar to dreams I have most nights, actually, and that's that I find a family that loves me. Good luck with that. Um, so, you're cooking for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm the cunt, am I? Well, you are holding a knife at me at the moment. I'm, I know cooking, I'm cooking for you. Yeah, I know, but we, we are slightly worried you're going to poison us. Why would I poison you? You're watching me cook. How would I get some poison into this? Oh, it's and quickly, I'm going to eat it as well. It's quick look over there and then, you It's know. not happening. I'm cooking for you because I'm a nice person. Is and it worth I mentioning? I thoroughly love cooking. For the benefit of the people that are listening at home to say that Jimmy's actually making a stir fry? He's making a stir fry. Okay, great, that's fine. Well, it's, it, is now, it is now record that he's making yeah. us a Christmas yeah. stir fry. I just think Christmas it's important to say that he's using red and green, which should normally never be seen, um, but because it's Christmas, <laughs> he's gone all out. Festive. So you can't say that he's a bad guy. It's a festive stir fry. He, he's, nice, he's nice today with his festive stir fry. I'll try. I bet, I bet the wrestling fans are really enjoying this conversation about stir fries. <laughs> so, Jimmy, people write about you and Devitt having gay sex. What? So, <laughs> recently I uploaded a photo to the website Tumblr um, of you um, and put a little Wait. hashtag, yeah, of you, yeah. Put a little hashtag, Progress Wrestling, because it was yeah. at a progress show. Um, and also put the little hashtag, uh, Jimmy Havoc. And then, being, you know, bored on the internet, I actually clicked on the link um, to have a look what other people were saying um, about Jimmy Havoc. And there I found what can only be described as some of the most blue... Um, um, homoerotic literature. Fan fiction? Yeah, fan fiction. Kind of like when you read things about Harry Potter, where yeah. like Ron is being rinned by Hermione. I'm really sorry for that. If rinned? I'm not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do Ron's America do it? Do his bum hole. Well, it's do kind of the other way. It doesn't matter. Do I think, Americans I think, know what rinned is? I don't know. Americans I feel like they should. Americans would. Well, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel, like, I feel like they should be googling the art this. Of licking another person's bum hole for sexual gratification. <laughs> so on that note. Um, <laughs> This literature, this erotic fan fiction, was of Jimmy Havoc um, waking up to Fergal Devitt, um, basically... <laughs> not, now, uh, not, now Finn Balor. Of, uh, now Finn Balor, yeah. Um, effectively, uh, noshing him off. So Fergal was noshing me off? Um, I think so. Or was I noshing... Because, to be fair, if... No, you I know, think generally in I, this... I reckon was, I was probably noshing Fergal off. I don't know. In this fan fiction, you're generally the little bitch... Yeah, that's why I was probably noshing Fergal off, to be fair. Okay, well, I'm chuffed for Fergal, really. Yeah, chuffed for... <laughs> <laughs> Ch- 
Do we have to explain this as well to our American listeners? What, what, what chuffed? chuffed? So what, what yeah. Noshing off means? Um, chuffed is <laughs> chuffed is happy. Happy. Noshing off is the art of oral sex. And and rim job is when you lick someone's bum. Yeah, we, we've which we've covered. covered. Okay, so back to the stir fry, Jimmy. What are you yeah. putting into the stir fry for us? Cooking with Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> uh, I am putting uh, onions, peppers. Uh, mushrooms, sorry Tom, but we'll, 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 say, we'll leave it out for you. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Bloody mushrooms. Um, Bloody heel. Baby sweet corn, obviously. Uh, beans. He's going to kill a baby sweet corn. <laughs> I'm going to kill several baby sweet corns. Um, you don't care. And, of course, uh, chicken. But not, not for Kirsty, because Kirsty's one of those fucking vegetarians. Bloody vegetarians. Fuck everything up for everyone else. But despite that, he's still going to make sure that he doesn't use the same cooking implements, which I think just Obviously. goes to show what a nice well, guy he is at heart. What you're noticing is that I'm cooking the vegetables. First. I'm cutting the vegetables first because I will use the same knife for the chicken, but it's not going to be. Your vegetables won't be contaminated. So. It's just the I best. Just, it is the best. I just kind of imagine you being really horrible to everyone, but then like the whole of regression, which is a uh, the stable that you are part leader of in progress, yes. comes around for tea, and you're making them a nice little stir fry. Uh, uh, to be fair, my, my speciality dish is a Thai curry. Oh, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> followed by chili con carne. Very good chili con carne. Followed by chili con carne? Well, no, no, I mean... Oh, yeah, uh, in the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. Um, so I feel like we've talked a lot about stir fries, and well, this is going on an American podcast, so you should probably explain a little bit who you are to those who are poorly educated. Well, why don't they know who I am? Why are they I know, you're kind of a big deal, obviously. I'm a, I'm a big deal. I'm but we're, big we're talking the to... The longest reigning progress wrestling champion. How long are we at at the moment? Just uh, over a year? Over a year. Over a year now, yeah. And you've got a shiny new belt? I've got a very shiny new belt. It's very, very sexy. It's very... It is, actually. It's probably worth mentioning that when I arrived here this afternoon, Jimmy Havoc was actually cuddling with the belt on the sofa watching <laughs> South Park. It's not, it's not worth mentioning that. Okay. It's, it's been mentioned. It's, oh, too, it's too late. Yeah, I was, yeah. Because the worst it is, I only get to wear it once every couple of months, so why not make the most of it? Is it like a baby and you like take it to the shops and stuff? No, no, I don't take it to the shops because someone will definitely steal it off me because, you know, it's obviously worth a lot of money. But you're, no, you're like... It's actually worth a lot of money. You're, you're well hard though, so you, yeah, just, no, you, just, you just take them down they, and get it back. I'm a large son, but I don't need to fight people, cause, mainly because I have torn at least one ligament in my ankle at the moment. And, uh, you know... They can see me hobbling, they can see the weakness. You know, I, I don't want to fight people when I've got a, quite an obvious weakness. So basically what you're saying is you'd be a terrible hardcore champion. What are you talking about? What, 24-7 rule? Yeah, I've got a gun on me, I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> what you got a gun in London for? Because I'm in London, aren't I? You get arrested for that. No, I won't. Not if no one sees me with it. Where's a gun? It's in my pants. That's not a gun. It is. Are you just happy to see me? Oh, it's my penis. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello, America. Um... So, I just don't know where to go from there. Well, it's not really an accurate representation right. of what British culture. Talking for? about guns right. and penises, it's not really an accurate representation. So, of Jimmy, British professional wrestling. would it be worthwhile you mention to people why British wrestling is it's so... The best. Yeah, why it's so popular. And why you are the um, best at it at the moment. It is so popular because I'm doing it. Uh, and I'm just well good. That's pretty much why. Well good. Um, for, for American people, what you need to do is you need to go on your YouTube... YouTube, Y O U T U B E. Yes, and you need to search out uh, Progress Wrestling, Insane Championship Wrestling, Preston City Wrestling, PCW, and uh, Southside Wrestling. And those four are pretty much 
what yeah, that will show you why British wrestling is the best. Uh, don't make me wrong, I, I do enjoy American wrestling. So it's wonderful. It's, it's a lot of fun. Lots of moves. And, uh, lots of moves. <laughs> all the moves. All, all the moves. Pretty much, pretty much all the moves. Uh, yeah, and you also get to see people like Zack Sabre Jr. who's really good in Japan. Really big in Japan, he is. He did uh, a phenomenal job actually, didn't he, at um, Battle of Los Angeles? He did a very good job cool. at Bola. Yeah, I still haven't Bola. watched that. I really need I've to. I've got the discs on me. Yeah, I've, I've watched, watched it a few time. times. It was very impressive. I feel like he did, he did us very proud. He done Britain very proud. And, uh, he done Britain so proud. He did good. He did. He, he, he done everything very proud. And uh, as far as progress goes, you're obviously not very well liked there. In fact, you're the only you person. Mean? You're the you're the only person who are actually you know it's two now. It's you and Paul Robinson are the only two who get the chant that you're a cunt shouted at you by 700 people. Yeah, but, I'm a cunt. but yeah, well obviously, except to us, when, when of course you're lovely. Um, but I feel like that's a very special skill in this day and age to be so hated by everybody. Why is that a special skill? It's, it's literally all I'm doing is being myself. And for some reason, people hate that. I like it. I can't help it if, if people are, are judgmental just because I wear eyeliner and, and, and nail varnish that you know, they feel in, in 2014 that I need to be judged for something like that. <coughs> oh, that and I beat people up and, and call them cums and spit on them. And, you know, yeah, you do that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's not my fault though. It's just, you know, I have bad days. Everyone has bad days, don't they? Um, I'm not sure if it was the actual eyeliner that made people hate you or the time that you smashed owner Jim Smallman squaring the chops. Multiple times. He, he deserved it though, to be fair. Well, why did he really deserve it? Because uh, he did. That's a very Inadequate thorough excuse, very thorough, thorough excuse uh, there. Because I had wrestled on pretty much every show they'd done and I hadn't got a championship uh, a shot yet. That's, that's why. But don't you think that maybe you should keep the wrestling in the ring? Do you think you may be setting a bad example by, you know, to who? The kids? aren't necessarily wrestling? Think of the children, Jimmy. Why should I think of the children? It's <sighs> not really the children, more like, um, surely as a wrestler, um, sorry, I know you're cooking me food and I should be quite kind to you here, I'm but sorry. don't you think that maybe you should be setting a good example for British wrestling, as in show what you're good at in the ring and not take it outside of the ring to people that okay, aren't competitive? As the big, this, as this the big boss. For a second. Oh, go on. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much really good at being a cunt. So that is what I'm trying to show British wrestling, that characters are, are, are very important. Because I'm, I'm not the best wrestler. I'm pretty good. I'm not the best, but I'm really, really good at being a cunt. I'm you're very, good very at good telling at, a story is what you're very, supposed very to say. I'm very, very good at getting people emotionally invested in my matches. You are. That's what matters. And you do a very good job of that. And I just have one question that I've that's I been... I point out, I'm a little bit drunk now. That's why I'm being so, so frank about everything. But go on, carry It's on. a shoot, I believe that's what it's I'm, called. I'm He's good. shooting. Um, <laughs> he, he did the, like, the bang, bang. Finger there. guns. The finger guns. <laughs> Um, I, have a, I have a question regarding the last Progress show. Yes. Um, you came out and you were wearing a wonderful I coat. Came out. Well, that's probably with this question. Oh, um, you came out from behind the curtain with your belt hidden behind a coat. Yes. Now, was that a woman's coat? Who's fucking said this? He's brandishing a knife. He's waving a knife at me. I've had to take a couple of steps back. Um, it uh, just, no, it's it, not a woman's coat. It just, with the belt in it, it kind of bloomed out a bit, so it kind of looked. Like a, like it had billows, and that's how women's coats was billow. It, was it an adult man's coat? That's the question. Yes, it was an adult man's goth coat. Because I don't know if you've noticed, I'm a goth. Yeah. I, I had not noticed. It was, you had noticed that I'm goth? No, it's, it's the, half, the half hair and the, the eyeliner just confuses me, clearly.
Oh, we're dropping, we're dropping stir fry on the floor. Sorry, I dropped some garlic there. Stir fry's ruined. You fucked that right up, love. So how's the stir fry going? Well, all right. I think you asked me inane questions. Inane questions about your women's coat? Well, yeah, that's a stupid question. Ask me a decent question and I'll answer it. But it's all not right. a women's coat. Uh, I'll go... Just because it has shoulder pad, shoulder pads. It did have shoulder... It was very 80s. It's a goth coat. What are you expecting? Jimmy, out of curiosity, yeah. what do you think matters more in wrestling? A good skill set or a good character? Well, it depends what you want to, to achieve from wrestling. Okay, explain. Well, like I was saying, I'm not the best wrestler, but I feel like I've got a very good character that connects with the audience. Um, yeah, I probably won't have match of the night. So if, if what you want is match of the night, then you need to, you know, work on your, your wrestling ability, I suppose. But I'd rather have that connection with the audience. Because what it means is it means that I can do less and it means more. Okay, so who's your favourite British wrestler at the moment? Uh, see, this is difficult because he's like Sam Junior. And he is, in my opinion, not only one of the best wrestlers in the world, but uh, to be fair, his, his charisma has come on a long way uh, mm. since he started in Japan. And he, is, he has got his own character, especially when he comes back now, because he is the wrestler. Mm. And he wrestles better than fucking pretty much anyone. Even Grado. I, I would like to say I'm wearing a Grado It's Your Cell t-shirt as we record this. Well, what do you think? I love Grado. He's my favourite in again, the world. Once again, as I was saying, like if you've got a character, do you need to be a, that fantastic a wrestler? You need a bit of each, but the character... It depends on the fact, The character is, I would say, the most important part. But if you don't have the character and you can purely wrestle, then you'll... That, that discounts, not discounts the character, well, no, but, the character but, more, right, okay. more. But if, if, if you can just wrestle and you have no character, do you think people are going to become as emotionally invested in you as someone with a character? No, the character is in, very important for exactly. wrestling, because it's all about theatre, effectively. Exactly, it's performance art. Which is probably why Grado is my favourite, because, you know, you, Grado's a lovely, lovely person in and out of the ring. He's alright. And you're just a lovely person out of the ring, unfortunately, for us. Is that an innuendo? In your endo. No, oh, I was gonna say that. I'm sorry. <sighs> so that aside, would you do you have any great aspirations of making it across the pond, or are you kind of like happy being at the head of sort of top flight British wrestling? Um, Jimmy's just in the fridge. I'm gonna have to run over to him. I'm gonna follow. Um, you know, if if a company tried to book me in America, I definitely would say no. But at the moment, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing over here. Mm. I'm, I'm, you know, for the last five or six months, I've wrestled at least two or three times every weekend. Um, you know, I get to hang out with my mates all the time. I get to like us. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with you. Yeah. Um, all right. Wrestling. I, I get to, you know, see the whole country, which is nice. Yeah, you know, I get to see Scotland a lot. I go to Germany, um, Wales. You know, it's 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 fun. I'm enjoying it, and I'd rather still do it and enjoy it, then it you know, become just another boring job. Like, I've, I've had jobs before that I've hated and I've quit, and I, I don't want wrestling to become that. Mm. I enjoy it too much to... Now, we mentioned, um, we mentioned him a little bit before, but Finn Balor. Balor? Balor? As you're, like, quite good friends, I understand you, like, train together um, and wrestle... Well, we, we, we started a hamlock together, yeah. Okay. And you've wrestled him a few yes, times. I have, a um, how did you feel about his recent? Well, it was this week that he debuted on NXT. Best thing I've ever seen. Best thing you've ever Amazing. seen. It was incredible. It was fucking wicked. It was overwhelming. With the, with the paint, or the one before? Well, the one before was awesome, 
And then he got the whole, it was like half Predator, half that thingy from Spider-Man and half He was like snarling around. I could it hear was, him snarling. You couldn't even hear his sounds. He that, just emanated that, that vibe. That entire show, it was just like, I couldn't stop being excited. Yep. So um, how do you feel like... It was ridiculous. How do you feel he's going to fare in that kind of environment? If, if he doesn't fare well then it's definitely something to do with the booking and, and the, the higher-ups because he is, without a doubt, one of the most phenomenal wrestlers I've ever been in the ring with. He gets it. You, you wrestled his last independent match. His last match. independent match, yeah, over here for progress. And you won. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Champion. I mean, he's good, but I'm bad. <laughs> Um, and then, so you, you wrestled people like him. Have you got somebody you haven't wrestled who you would love to wrestle? Mick Foley. Mick Foley? Yeah. Although I'm 99% sure that's never going to happen, but, you know, it's, that, that's the dream. To wrestle Mick Foley. All right, okay. Uh, beyond Mick Foley, somebody more able-bodied. What are you saying? Mick Foley can't walk? Something like that. What's, what's wrong with you? I feel like he wouldn't be a, he, If he took a bump at this point in his career, he might explode. Joe, you know I'm told I've never wrestled Grado, and I would fucking love to wrestle I would Grado. fucking love to watch you wrestle Grado. Yeah, if you ever find out you're wrestling Grado, you have to tell me, and I will come to whatever part of the country that is in, <laughs> and I will be in the front row, and I'll wear, like, goth makeup, but I'll wear an Itzy Cell t-shirt, so I can be okay, right good. down the middle, and it'll be the greatest thing of all time. Good. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll let you know if that ever happens. Oh, do you, is there any sort of questions that you think should be asked in these kind of things? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just... I'm just happy. He's, just, to, he's, ma I'm, he's maiming a chicken's thighs. I'm the chicken is the chicken's still alive. Questions of how did you get started in wrestling? Uh, Jimmy, how did you get started in wrestling? Well, I'll read my Wikipedia. That'll tell you. Your Wikipedia? Wow. Oh, he's kind of a big deal. I, know. I think this is kind of something new. I, don't, I think there's quite a lot to be said about what photo is going to be used on his Wikipedia page. Oh my god, we should take a photo could of him right be, now. Uh, could it be old Jimmy with loads of hair? Could it be happy, smiley Jimmy? <laughs> Why are you bringing up me with loads of hair? Well, because you used to have hair. You used to have so much hair. But what I'm Can't saying I'm is that at the moment, a Wikipedia page doesn't fully represent how you're working at I the moment. I it feel... could just show something from the deep dark past past that you don't want there. I feel as though we should take a photo of Jimmy right now and upload it as his Wikipedia photo. I, I, I don't think we'll be trusted with Wikipedia. I think that they would delete everything we ever did. He can hold it. He can, he can put his belt on his shoulder and look really hard. Right. You're not putting a photo of me up cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but brandishing a knife. Well, well, brandishing a knife does fit my persona. It's yeah, it's not happening. I hope he suffers. That's his theme tune I for everyone who doesn't know. I threw that in there. Well then, why is it your theme tune? No, you're being horrible. You don't need to say that to me, do you? We're friends. Uh, yeah. At the moment, progress. Where your champion is champion. selling out crowds before. The card is even announced, so you don't know who's going to be there, but you just know that you can't well, go in February because they're all like Jimmy's going to be there, though, because he's the champion. Yeah, I'm the champion, so you know I'm going to be there, so what does that say to you? Well, your, um, your belt's actually going to be on the line at the next show against um, young, high-flying... Do you um, know what? My belt's been on the line every show we've done. Daredevil. I know, but I feel like, really, as a fan, this is the first time that the belt's been legitimately at risk. Well, it's the first time there's been a belt to risk. Um, but, but my championship yeah. has always been at risk. Yeah, it's always been at risk. Yeah, you don't want to lose your shiny new belt just after you got it. But I can't, I haven't heard a crowd go as mental as they have been for Will Ospreay. What are your thoughts on Will Ospreay? He's very good. He's very good? He, he's quite possibly the most physically gifted person I've ever met in my life. He threw you off a balcony once. Well, yeah, he did, yeah. And, and then he jumped onto you after throwing you off the balcony. Yeah. All right, why are you bring that up? Did you think you were going to die? 
Because I did. There's a photo of me on the internet. I'm screaming. standing next to her and we're looking very shocked. And he said, I'm like Macaulay Culkin in the promo picture for Home Alone. <laughs> you, you have paid attention to my career over the last few years, I assume. It's gone quite well for you, hasn't it? No, I just mean like, yeah, I've, I've, I've done a lot of things and I've not died. Yeah, so you've done. What's the closest to death you've ever been? Uh, filming a promo. What was that for? What? <laughs> well, we'll, we won't discuss that because that will ruin the character. But, um, yeah, I, I basically almost died filming a promo. Something exploded in my face. And, uh, I generally thought that was it. It's game over. Well, actually, my first thought was, oh, God, my hair, my hair. <laughs> Is that why you only have half a haircut now? <laughs> <laughs> He's giving me a bad look and brandishing the knife again. I just feel like it was, you know, like when in Batman, when Two-Face gets half his face burned and half his hair yeah, disappears. Yeah, that's what I thought was, had happened. And then, but, then but genuinely, now, that could be what happened to you, except you didn't get horrible scarring. Yeah, well, other than the... Barbed wire and stuff. Did you feel terribly nervous when you filmed your most recent video for Progress, where you burned their, I don't know if for the benefit of the American listeners... He, uh, sorry, it, they... I got carried away then because as a vegetarian I was watching Jimmy slicing up a thigh of a chicken and it made me feel yeah, a bit not, nauseous. Not the chicken's um, still alive. So, on, his, on Jimmy's most recent video, for the benefit of people that haven't seen it, I would definitely suggest going to the Progress YouTube channel and having a look. But he um, burned their staff. They, Progress didn't have a belt up until the last show. Um, they always had a, a championship staff, which kind of looked like something that maybe like somebody that follows Hitler around would brandish. They would occasionally yeah. chant. Nazi stuff. So you've yeah. got a belt now. What was the thinking behind getting that belt? Because I, I believe you were uh, the driving force behind getting progress to drop uh, the staff yes, and pick up no, a belt. My thinking was that I'm a real champion. I, I don't feel that uh, having a big staff that people regard as Nazi-like was appropriate for a champion of my calibre. So I felt like I should get a belt. To be so I got a belt. To be fair, despite how much they dislike you, I think all of the Progress owners have now admitted that's a really fucking cool belt. Well, of course they did, because I fucking made it, didn't I? Did you? Did you design did it you all? Did you forge that? I forged it out of steel. In the fires of Mordor? Yes. <laughs> I learned how to do it from Conan the Barbarian. So what you're saying the is the, the only way to end Jimmy Havoc is to throw his title into a mountain of molten lava? Basically, yes. That would be a really cool ending to a show, though, wouldn't it? Can you imagine Osprey doing some sort of a 5,446-degree flip into a big volcano. volcano, yeah? On Jimmy as he melts into the water. Crying water? Like, like Smeagol. Like... And then the, you just see the title, the Nazi, the Nazi staff. Not a Nazi staff, obviously. I, I envision it like the end of... You see the Sunday eagle. Well, I just see the eagle, and then it, the, right, whole, the whole... Right, then I'll give the thumbs up. <laughs> Like, the whole staff is like it's it's like the, it's just the it's just the logo the progress logo, and then it goes golden and then the whole mountain explodes and Gandalf starts crying. And then I think we'd probably get health and safety on our cases yeah, at possibly, the venue. Yeah. So basically, we've just compared you to Sauron. Yeah, that works. Well, it's better than Hitler, I suppose. Is it? Would you rather be Sauron or Hitler? <laughs> well, Sauron because he's a fictional character. Sauron killed a lot of elves. Yeah, but they're not real. So I'd rather go with that. I'm, I feel this podcast is taking a weird he's, turn. He's breaking kayfabe, saying elves aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think elves are real? I know they're real. Good. I've met them in the fires of Mount Doom. <laughs> How's the stir fry going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, trying to get the, the hob working at the moment. Is it an emo hob? Hob. It's, well, you're an emo hob. 
I'm not an emo hob. I've got to say, Jimmy, you've done an outstanding job of preparing the vegetables. I'm pretty good. Okay, that's, that's going good. It's making a weird noise. It's making it... A buzzing noise. Yeah. A cooker's supposed to buzz? Yes. Okay, well, it looks like we're about to um, start cooking, so maybe it's time to, to wrap up. Um, what's your favourite rest now in... Space. Space-themed wrestler. What's your favourite space-themed wrestler? Are there any? Max, Max Moon. Moon. <laughs> um, the Shockmaster. Was he space-themed? He had a Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, he Did you know that the Shockmaster... Cause I'm, wow, I, I only know this because I'm Facebook friends with him. You're but, Facebook friends with the Shockmaster? Yeah. Really? Um, he's, yeah. Um, I can't remember his real name now. The guy who's talking about... Yeah, I can't remember his real name. But I'm friends with him on Facebook. And he legitimately is um, recovering in hospital at the moment. He's okay. Don't panic. Um, but he's... Recovering he's recovering because he's had a nasty fall. <laughs> I've got a legitimate question. Is there any wrestlers that you would feel... Because gen- you're quite, like, a terrifying force, I feel. Like, when I watch you, I do feel a bit scared. You come out and you're quite you. scary. I feel like that's probably worthwhile saying. That's I don't know if you would agree. Because he knows us. He usually looks at us and gives us evils as well. But, I mean, he's a genuinely scary, scary kind of guy. Cheers, And I was wondering, is there any wrestlers that you would genuinely feel nervous or scared of stepping in the ring with like short of the undertaker i can't even go to the bathroom without being scared that he might be there <laughs> surely yeah. you must have been a bit nervous at the last show to when fair, it was mastiff and rampage and rampage that wasn't uh, the, the easiest match i've ever had yeah um, mastiff kind of he didn't just power bomb you he power threw you three yeah, stories like, in the air like through a, a table it felt like a you just threw a basketball just it off was, the apron right up in the it air was, it was like yeah. a dunk that's what it was, it was. It was that's, that's what it felt like it was well. insane yeah and that didn't sound, that was very, well, the, the pay-per-view was called very, very, very breaky, 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 bishy, bishy. That was, so I assume, that was how my body felt, really. I assume that it, it was appropriate for the pay-per-view. It was, so, 100%, 100%. Or for the show, rather. Yes, it wasn't a pay-per-view, was it? When's progress going to pay-per-view, yeah? Never. Never? Well, maybe in a few years. Live pay-per-views. I'll be dead by then, so. You'll be dead? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, at least we've got the podcast now, I suppose. Maybe if you survive till next Christmas, we can do another one. <laughs> What are your plans for Christmas? My plans for Christmas are uh, to eat dinner, drink lots of beer, and because I'm alone in the world, I'm very sad, I'm going to play my Xbox online and hope other people are on there so I can <laughs> have some friends. Why don't you have a PlayStation 4? I've got both. Oh my God, we should be PlayStation 4 friends. Oh, I don't like you. You love me. You're all right. He, he hugged me when I got in. Right. He's, he's, he's trying to be all hard man now because he's on a podcast, but... He, he hugged me twice, in fact, when we got him. Oh, I did. Yeah. So... Right, I will add you on my, my PS4. So on that note, the uh, 16 Bits podcast is also great. Jimmy Havoc on Xbox Live. Uh, Jimmy Havoc on uh, PS4. Jimmy Havoc on Twitter. Basically, Jimmy Havoc everywhere. Uh, Jimmy just... Havoc on Facebook. Yes, I am. Yes. Jimmy Havoc on everything. Uh, pretty much, yes. Um... Does your mum call you Jimmy Havoc? No, my mum calls me James. Can you tell her to start calling you Jimmy Havoc? Nope. Have you showed her your belt and said, call me Jimmy? Has your mum seen you wrestle? She, she did, actually, to be fair, she used to watch me wrestle all the time. Until the first time I got set on fire. <laughs> and in the, in the same match, uh, I got hit in the head with a frying pan that broke at the handle, that then the pan flew off and hit her in the crowd. And that was the point that she thought, yeah, I'm not going to come anymore. Would, you, would your mum smack your mouth or wash it out with soap if she was to hear you call someone a cunt? 
she's probably used to that from me at home, to be fair. So she's such a lovely chap. Um, just one final question. Who was the person who hit you with the pan that also managed to hit your mother? That was funny enough, Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. He hit me so hard that the handle broke and then hit my mother. And on that note, I think it's the perfect time to wrap up. Good. Merry Christmas, Cheers, Jimmy. Guys. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, Kirsty. Merry Christmas. Love you. Bye. Merry Christmas, Scott and Steve of Curtain Jerks and Curtain Jerks listeners. And Merry Christmas, America. Merry Christmas, America. And a Merry Christmas to you. God. I am so jealous that you guys are all hanging out in the same place. I am recording alone. I feel like I'm uh, without a guest, without another host. I'm a wash. I'm in a sea uh, of sound. But guys, incredible! Thank you so much. Uh, that was at Jimmy Havoc on Twitter, as well as Christy Kirsty Bosley, uh, which is at Bozzers B O Z Z E R S on Twitter. And the Tom Anstey on Twitter as well. Thank you very much, guys. Killer interview. That was that was our first ever dinner view on the show. I got really excited. Scott was here. I would say it probably three more times to make sure he got it. And he'd say, like, I got it the first time. All right, buddy. Now, it's been a kind of strange day, obviously. It's definitely a different episode than most. But I feel like when we uh, talked about Hulk Hogan a little bit earlier, I feel like we were really onto something. I really feel like... If he really does want his last run to be in the WWE and he wants it all to end there, I really believe that he's asking for Triple H to end his life. And so at this time, I'd like to invite our special guest today, Triple H. It's time to say hello. Whoa, wait, it's just you today. Where's Scott Narver? Uh, he actually is on assignment, so uh, any questions that you have for me, I can answer. Any questions for Scott, I can try to answer, but it's just me today. Oh, well, it's uh, it's kind of drafty in here, too. It is kind of cold. I mean, I, I couldn't help but notice how barren it feels in the studio today, just when it's just you here, Steve Sears. But, uh, by the way, uh, look, I heard what you said. Thank you for the intro. I might as well get straight to the point. I'm going to kill Hulk Hogan. Wow, uh, that was really unexpected. But, to be honest, haven't you been trying to kill everybody's careers since the beginning? Oh, uh, you know, it's that kind of crass generalizations that everybody thinks that I'm trying to be bad for the business. Well, come on, guys. Come on, honestly. Honestly. Do you think that I would try to ruin the business that I've been a part of for so long? I mean, if you think about it, everything that I've been doing is for the best of the business. Just because I've been a part of that business doesn't mean it's a bad for business. It's business. I understand that, but do, don't you think that people are going to want to see maybe something a little bit different from Hulk Hogan? I mean, one last title run, those matches, they got to be pretty short, right? I mean, Or he's just going to pop like a plum. You're going to hit him once, and he's going to bleed all over the place. You can't have that much blood now. Look, all right, okay, yeah, okay, you got me there. Everybody thinks that Hulk Hogan's going to be a big old dud in the ring, but I, honestly, nobody draws bigger than Hulk Hogan. Think about it, nobody draws bigger than Hulk Hogan. Maybe it's just Hulk Hogan, you know? What are you going to do? It's Hulk Hogan. And if you want to have that big, flabby, meaty guy in there, he still looks good. He looks better than you, Steve Sears. Looks better than you, Steve Sears. All right, huh? okay. Huh? Okay, I get it, yes. Hulk Hogan works out. He's great. I'm glad that he's back in the ring. I'm glad that he's going to get back in the ring. And it's going to be kind of exciting to see him WWE, but 
I don't want to see Brock Lesnar ruin him again. Or, I mean, who's he going to win against? Is it going to be against John Cena? Or is it going to crush somebody like Seth Rollins? And then Seth Rollins has gotten beaten by Hulk Hogan, which Seth Rollins admittedly would probably enjoy. All right, it's enough of your postulizing, okay? I think you're probably getting in there and you're just running at the mouth. But let me tell you, all right, what's good for business is Hulk Hogan being back in the ring and me killing him. So that's what's going to happen. I think, if anything, we're going to put the belt on Hulk Hogan, uh, probably from Dean Ambrose, and then I'm going to come in and I'm going to beat Dean Ambrose, and then I'm going to beat Hulk Hogan, and then I'm going to beat John Cena in a gauntlet match. I, mean, it's just, I think that's what's good for business. It's just if Hulk Hogan is there, Triple H better show up and beat his momentum. I think that's, I think that's what's best for business. I, I don't think that. I know that. And you can take that to the bank. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Triple H, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, by the way, uh, call Scott. Tell him you miss him, because this show without Scott right now... It seems really, really uncomfortable. I mean, it is freezing in here. Yes, I, I don't know where the heat is. I can't change the temperature. Whew. Man, what an episode. What a lonely, lonely episode of Curtain Jerks. I, uh, you know, I always enjoy doing it with Scott, but I never knew how much I enjoy doing this show with someone else until you have to do this show alone. Uh, very special thanks to Jimmy Havoc, Kirsty Bosley, and Tom Ansley for their amazing dinner view. I love listening to it. My favorite moment, besides all the in-depth wrestling news, was the sizzle of the stir-fry hitting the pan. I was thinking about that on the way to the uh, on the way to recording today. Really enjoyed that. But awesome. I was. <laughs> I wish that we could have ensconced that interview in something more. I don't know. Exciting. Like if anything, I feel like we're a donut today. And uh, inside the donut is this amazing chocolate filling, and that was their interview. And then outside of it is just kind of like old-fashioned dough. That's everything that I, everything that I was talking about. You know, when Scott's here, I feel like that's the frosting. You know, that's the sprinkles. Together we make an excellent pastry. But today you just got kind of a plainer pastry with a very delicious inside, guys. That's how I feel about it, honestly. Well, uh, if you have uh, tweets or emails or just general rantings or threats that you want to send at us... You can reach us at CurtainJerks at gmail.com or at CurtainJerks on Twitter. Uh, also, stay tuned for our YouTube page. Every once in a while, new videos pop up. Ask Scott. He knows more about it than I do. But, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, jerks, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for your patience. And uh, until next time, enjoy your wrestling, kids. Just listen to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw uh, comment during. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents.
right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>